You're listening to Biz Here. Yes, this is Biz Here, the podcast series from Hope FM, bringing you unique and inspirational stories from the world of business, talking to people who have seen and done it all. Today, our very special guest, speaking to Blair Crawford from Purewell Electrical, is Ed Griffiths. Biz Here, telling your stories. Well, have you been in the market for a television, a washing machine, anything electrical recently? And... uh, Somebody who might be able to help you is Ed, although actually um, Ed was telling me that uh, when he started out on his journey that it was the farthest thing from your mind that you were ever going to be involved with a family firm, wasn't it? It was indeed, Blair. (laughs) Morning, everyone. Um, My background was very much, I was always sort of in the fold of the business growing up as part of a family business, whether it's going and sitting on a van and helping dad out on deliveries or just being dragged to the shop on his day off and what was meant to be a fun day out because there was something that needed doing. But I never thought I'd be working in it. As, as soon as I ended up being, having disappeared off to university, getting a law degree, working in recruitment for two and a half years, having done Cardiff and then Bristol, it was then that Dad said, I'll tell you what, um, I'm looking at opening a new superstore, what do you think? And, I mean, it was one of those sort of moments where I had to take stock of everything, had a nice life in Bristol, was enjoying it, but the family business was always something that had interested me, and I have to say... Do I, don't I? There was a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. The the big difference was, I'd love to say it was the uh, joys of working with technology, but it was the chance to move back to Christchurch. As as fun as the West Country is in Bristol, you 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 can't can't beat beat it. it. You can't beat it. This part of the world, as you well know, Blair, is just stunning, particularly in the summer. I mean, even on days like this, it's pretty grey out there, but there's nowhere I'd rather be. Mm, that's true. Of course, it was your grandfather who started the business. Was it 1955? It was 1955. He was a radar operator during the Second World War, and he came back to the, this part of the world. He was um, from uh, North Wales originally. But yeah, he wound up down here. He was brand score based, and then he saw an opportunity. He started selling radios, and it sort of grew from there. Um, we had a small shop in Purewell. Uh, hence the name. The other thing I was interested to read was that at one time you had sort of franchise operations within Beale's department store as well. So was that in the early days? That was probably the late 90s, I think, within Beale's. We've had a shop in Ringwood at one point. We've had shops in New Milton. We've had um, franchise concessions in the Beale's in both Poole and Bournemouth. Um, so we've sort of been covering the local area. But as times have changed and people's shopping habits have changed slightly, it didn't make sense to carry those on. Um, the way people shop now is very different to the way people shop 10 years ago, and most of that is, of course, going to be due to the internet. Of course, it's been, it's been interesting, as you said, there's been a real shift in, in the way people buy things and so on. So in terms of, you, of, of Purewell, I mean, how, how did you adapt the business in order to deal with this sort of changing environment of how people buy stuff? Well, what we've seen is initially people would come into our showroom, they'd look, touch, feel surreptitiously write down a model number and go and buy it online because there was this perception that the internet will always be cheaper, it will always be best. Now it's actually changed to people go online because it's very easy, you can sit at home of an evening, get your computer for out, your phone, whatever it may be, and do a bit of research. But now people are coming into the shops to then sort of get that final nudge to see, touch, feel and go, yes, this is the one I want. So we, we just had to change the way we talk about ourselves as a business because as an independent, people are always going to look at you and think, well, it's nice, but it will be more expensive. And one of the things we hear a lot is, well, I like shopping at Pure. I know I pay a little bit more, but, but the reality is they don't. There'll be some products where it might, we might find that we're lower in price than others. Some might be higher, but we do offer a price match. Unfortunately, we just don't have the means to monitor every price of every product every day. So we're not always going to be there, but come and speak to us and we'll make sure we look after you. 
I mean, I can. I have experienced. You'll be pleased to know uh, your sales staff. And in fact, the, the most recent thing that I that I bought was a, was a new cooker. Uh, well, one of the things I find about buying anything, you know, televisions. I mean, in this case, I mean, cook. I sort of half knew what I wanted because we had a stove brand before. But I didn't know who stocked it, you know, uh, and the internet helped me there, you know. But the thing that really um, impressed me about going to Purewell was the, was the customer service. So the young man uh, who helped my wife and I uh, decide and whatever, he, he couldn't have done more. And actually the thought of buying that product Anywhere else would, would, was 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 far from my mind, and Thank and, you. and I do I do think actually that that customer service helping people to I mean you just take television. I know we're going to be talking about TVs a moment, but actually there's so many different brands types. What on earth, you know, um, uh, so to, to apply to go through that minefield of choice, you know, it, it does need somebody to help you. And somebody you can trust. I think so. And it's one of those that a TV is a great example because when you go and do your research, you might be looking at something online. I mean, you're only going to think the picture of the TV is as good as your computer screen because that's what you can see. You need to go and see it. You need to hear it, of course, as well because they're getting thinner and thinner. The sounds are all different on them. They're like paintings on the wall now. They It's it's yeah. so different now. I'm looking at the wall in here and I'm thinking, even though it's an internal wall, we could easily get an OLED in here. Blair. Oh, thank I you for that. That's very kind that's of you. Uh, that, I, just observed, that, I just reserved that wall there for you, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, but you, you need to see what you're buying. You need to understand it. And, I mean, TVs are such a great example because there are so many different brands and one year brand x might be best the next year it might be brand y and as an independent i can honestly say in the nicest possible way we don't really care what brand you buy we're not going to push you towards samsung over panasonic for any particular reason we'll push you towards what we think is best for you we have an opinion on what we think is best but actually it's different for every person dependent on what they need from the tv what their budget is whether they want smart do they want led full hd oled whatever so there's and they'll say you what there's a little bit of that. We, we bring out our little glossary and run through all these terms for people. And also, of course, Christchurch itself has, a, in fact, more than anywhere else in the country, it has a, a more elderly uh, profile population. But I guess that you're drawing your customers from from much wider area than just Christchurch. We tend to say our delivery area is 30-mile radius. So that takes us up to Southampton, um, to the, the centre of Salisbury, um, and uh, just the far side of Paul. So we go to Wareham as well. I'd say the bulk of what we do is sort of within 10 miles, but mm-hmm. we do a lot of work with people in Limington, in Fording Bridge, as well as Christchurch. So it's nice to think that people will travel to come and see us. They obviously want to come in and have a conversation and understand what it is that they're buying. And as mm-hmm. more and more shops, sadly, are closing the doors, there are fewer places for them to go. Have you? How, has your business been impacted by the... Rec- you know, well, obviously there was the... There was the- not so much recession, but the austerity whole thing, and uh, and of course, uh, you know, the high street we all know has been hit really badly. Uh, has Purewell suffered from that as well? We've seen a change. Yeah, we, we've seen the footfall has taken a slight reduction. However, what we're actually finding is the people that are coming into the shops are looking to buy. We're seeing more turnover through our website, which is just a sign of the times in the way that people are shopping. And for me, though, the website is it's it's the window. Our website, people can go on, see what we do, and then come in and discuss it. If they want to place an order online, happy days. But I think with most of our customers, they do want that reassurance and just understand what they're buying is the right thing. It's all well and good looking at which best buy and thinking, oh, well, some independent person has decided this will be good. That's fine. Um, But 
we're at the coalface. We know what tends to get returned um, with issues. We know what doesn't come back. And that sort of first-hand experience is what people still put a value in and want to come and discuss. You're listening to Biz Here. My very special guest today is Ed Griffiths, who's the operations manager at the family firm of Purewell Electrical over in, in Christchurch. Ed, do you just, do you just have the, the one superstore now? Yes, yeah, so um, we have one 15,000 square foot superstore and I think it's sufficient, really. Um, we've got everything that we could need and I think people's propensity to travel when they're looking... Well, it's a one-stop shop, isn't it, really? You've got everything... I'd like to think so. Um, the intention is that people can come in and hopefully make a well-informed decision and not feel, oh, we didn't see enough or anything. If anything, we've had occasion where people... Th- have had struggled because there's too much choice. Mm-hmm. How many irons is too many irons? <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be amazed uh, what people will put these irons through in testing before they're prepared to buy something. Yeah. Now, your your role, operations manager, what does that entail? It, it's everything. It, it is running the showroom, running the deliveries, looking after the website. It's Everything comes through me, and then I just seemingly have to act as a filter uh, to the boss, my dad, um, oh, keeping abreast. And how does that? How does that work? Is is he a good boss? He is. He's, he's all right. Is he yeah. listening this morning? You have to. Yeah. He, he's not technically advanced enough to work the radio. I think so. We're probably safe. Uh, we'll have to give him a copy, and then he can. <laughs> Someone can, can transcribe this, please, and send it in. Uh, <laughs> now, of course, the other thing I was interested to read was that because you did say that some people maybe have the uh, uh, opinion that if you go into a store, you're gonna you're gonna pay more. Then yeah. there's two things. Obviously, you do price match. So I guess that works. At, if I, as a customer, can see that I can buy that product, whatever the product is, cheaper elsewhere, as long as I can prove to you, uh, I don't know how I do that, do I, do I, do I bring it to your website or whatever, but well, I mean, whatever. We're, yeah, well, we're proactive with it. So it, it's mainly the, the main competitors, which I would view as Curry's, John Lewis, AO. So we'll, you know what they're, what they're charging you. Well, we'll have a look and we'll see because it's a very volatile industry. So pricing changes on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the fortunate jobs one of our guys will have to do every morning is go and change our price tickets. And there's probably 15 to 20 prices every day that will have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but nevertheless, that, that price match gives, gives the customer the reassurance that they're not going to necessarily walk out the store and say, oh, I could have got that £300 cheaper, you know. Everyone hates that buyer's remorse. So, yeah, let, let's take it to them. And we, our guys have um, computers that they can carry around with them. So if I was stood with you, Blair, in front of a washing machine, I could actually go, well, look, here you go. Yeah. Our price is X, John Lewis, Curry's AO. But there's also things like guarantees because it's not it's not just the purchase price, isn't it? It's, it's the sort of the package around that, the after sales service, and so on. That I guess people have got to take account of as well. I, I know that some retailers are very aggressive in trying to sell you, you know, insurance packages and so on. And um, and I guess when you're buying anything, you've got to weigh up the total cost. Yeah, I mean, we we offer all of those things. We try not to do it in a in a sharky way. If you would like to extend a guarantee, you can, um, but there's no pressure to. If you buy certain products, they do come with an extended guarantee free of charge, some you need just to register for. But I think another good point of difference with us is not only do we offer the same guarantees as others, but there's also someone you can speak to. So if you buy a TV and it goes wrong, you can actually come in and speak to the salesman. We've got a very low turnover of staff on the shop floor, so chances are the TV you bought from Dave, if you have an issue, you can come in, you can speak to Dave, and get it sorted. There's not a phone line that's going to take you to a call centre somewhere else. We so, have a, a direct line to the showroom. So floor. we're right back to that that personal touch again. Yeah, 
Yeah. The other thing, of course, that affects um, you know price and so on is your buying power, and you, you're part of a, a much larger buying group. We are Euronics, Euronics. Uh, Europe's largest buying group. So Euronics, there are quite a few Euronics dealers in the area. They're just shy of 500 across the UK. So there's a huge amount of coverage. Being part of the buying group, as you've identified, yeah, it gives us some buying power. So we're dealing with the major brands. It's not just the sort of also brands. It's, it's, it's Sony, it's Samsung, it's LG. We've got access to all these products. And it's great because it means we've got a dedicated team. They're based in Andover working for us, essentially, to make sure that we are getting the same pricing and same opportunities as the multiples. So you're not coming into someone that's got a real battle on their hands. We've got a team behind us making sure that we're able to offer you the right prices. Of course, nowadays, you know, with... uh you know, television technology and so on. You've got Sonus music systems and so on. Uh, are you, do you do online on all these new music systems, you know, online stuff? I do indeed. It's, it's uh, how I was listening to you this morning, Blair, before I came in, was on my Sonos. It's so easy and you can get them to integrate to your smart home. So just, you know, on, Alexa, hey yeah. Google, play Hope FM. It's and in, there you are. It's incredible, isn't it? And, and people don't realise, actually, I mean, I was in Prague just uh, last weekend and, and I was listening to clears a bell in the hotel room to the radio station but it's incredible what you can do you know with technology anyway talking about technology tvs you have a special uh, weekend coming up is it starting uh, tomorrow it is starting tomorrow so it's a, we're making a long weekend of it um we are doing 200 pounds off soundbars when bought with an oled tv and you might be thinking well, why why are you doing this well an oled tv is an organic led tv the difference between OLED and normal LED panels is quite straightforward in some respects. It's that the pixels are self-illuminating. What that means in practice is when you've got your TV on the wall and you've got a dark night scene, the black is actually black. On an LED panel, it's a very, very, very dark grey as they try and limit the light that comes through. But on an OLED, it's true black. So you get this incredible contrast. Sometimes when you watch something in 4K, which is the highest standard you can get at the moment in the UK broadly... Um, it almost looks 3D. You get so drawn into it because the contrast is just so fantastic. But, unfortunately, with OLED panels, everyone's gone for now. They want thinner, thinner, lighter televisions. And the speakers have had a slight suffering because of that. Obviously, you can only put a small speaker. So, Ender Soundbar. Exactly right. And some of the soundbars are incredible now. Um, the latest technology with soundbars is called Atmos, which means you, it throws the sound up. And you can be sat watching a film and a helicopter takes off, let's say, in front of you on the screen. And you can, the sound travels up with the helicopter. I don't really understand the kind of alchemy that's (laughs) going on to happen here. But it does make a difference. Um, My wife was told we were getting a new soundbar. And even she likes it because they're just so easy to use. It's bang, it's on with the TV and it, it immerses you in it. I was going to say, do you have to test all this sort of new technology at home? It's a real Ed. hardship. Yeah, yes. it's, it's tough work. Someone's got to say, do it. Guess what? We've got another TV. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, my wife's a bit of a technophobe. So if I ever want to get a new TV, it's almost like the twits. I couldn't just get a bigger TV. I have to get a slightly bigger TV and hope she doesn't notice. <laughs> Let that bed in and then just keep going up in very small incremental sizes. Do you find that the, the customers tend to stick with the one brand you know like uh, like if, if they've always been like a Panasonic customer they stick with Panasonic or Samsung or any of the other the, the, the brands and uh, you know they've always you know, we've always had one of those <laughs> yes, there is a lot of that and, and I completely get it if you've had let's say a Panasonic TV and it's lasted you for 12 years and you've just decided to change it and it's never gone wrong why would you look at another brand because you've only ever had such a great experience with Panasonic 
Um, Panasonic, in particular, they they don't change things a great deal. They improve, but th- even the remote looks the same now as it did 12 years ago. So there's this absolute consistency, which makes it really easy for people that want to stay with the brand. What changes is, is the bits you can't see. It's on TVs, it'll be the processing power, it'll be the lighting behind the panel, it'll be the panel itself, things that work together to deliver you the better picture, but actually you just still see a black rectangle with a picture <laughs> in the middle of it. Um, where you get differences are on the smart side of things, and of course now everything is smart. Um, within TV, smart really just means it can connect to the internet. So you'll have your TV that will connect to the internet and might let you watch YouTube all the way through to TV that will have voice control in the remote that you can say, what's the weather like in, let's say you're planning your holiday again, what's the weather like in Prague? And it will pop up and tell you what the weather is like in Prague. And that's interesting, isn't it? Because technology has transformed the way that we use our televisions, doesn't it? I mean, you've just mentioned some of the things that you, but literally even the family photographs now, you can can connect. Um, you know, to the television screen and whatever, and and then all the other channels, the satellite channels, or some of the Pedford channels, you know, like uh, Netflix and Prime. All these things, of course, with some of the manufacturers, they're they're already built in to to the to the set, so you don't even have to have a set top box as something extra. No, a lot of people are moving away from that because I think that the subscription models of Netflix is, is obviously your large one, and things like Now TV, which is essentially Sky on demand have caused people to look away from the traditional I'll get a skybox because they're being charged a lot of money every mm. month. And of course the BBC, Sky. there's a big question mark, isn't mm. it, about how are we going to go forward with that? That is a big question, and I'd say I've not had any extra insight um, from our side of the fence. The BBC seems to keep things very sheltered. One development we know is coming, but we just don't get told any sort of development timescales on it, is the streaming of 4K. 4K is... Uh, the crispiest picture you'll get at the moment. So that's the, that's the top notch, is it? So so what's the difference between like 4K t- television and, and anything lesser than that? Is it to do with pixels and clarity? it's exactly that? Um, a 4K TV has four times the number of pixels as a high definition TV. So if you think about it, on a high definition TV, you're only getting a quarter of the clarity you would on a 4K TV showing 4K content. And where you get the difference in 4K televisions, certainly in terms of price point comes down to, as I mentioned earlier, the processors within the TVs. If you're putting, let's say, a high-definition picture into a 4K TV, it means that only one in four pixels essentially is being given the information. So it's got to work out what the other three should do. Where that really comes into play is if you're watching sport, which is, I watch two types of things, I watch sport and cookery shows. It's quite eclectic a mix but there we are you're a master chef fan yeah. oh, 100% I was delighted when that was back on Monday and are you a cook then Ed? yes not very good I'll show you the kitchen afterwards eh? okay and I'll try and sell you a new cooker perfect um, um, so the, the, the TVs with the better processors will upscale the picture and if you picture the Six Nations you've got players running around on the sort of more entry level sets the process can't really suss out what's going on and you'll find everything gets a bit blurry whereas on the more premium sets you do get this absolute sharpness of picture um, and going back to what I was saying about the BBC with 4K they did show some of the Football World Cup in 4K it does rely on you having a good internet connection I don't think there'll be a 4K channel coming anytime soon because for someone to do that they'd essentially have to pay for four channels worth to show one programme so if you've got good internet, about 15 megabytes a second, you'll be able to stream 4K and it will all be done through the BBC iPlayer. There's quite a lot of content there already. If you've got a 4K TV, you can watch um, the latest David Attenborough. I think it was called Seven Worlds or Seven Planets. Uh, Seven Worlds, One Planet, in fact. And 
the difference is incredible, um, particularly on nature shows. It's like you're there. It's almost hyper-realistic. It's, it's <laughs> remarkable. So where do you think we're going to be going next with technology? Um, Can it get any better? Well, there are 8K TVs out there, um, but I have to say I don't think we're ready for that. I don't think that there's enough 8K content to justify it. Yeah. Um, I've been told, I don't know how one could measure this, but I've been told that the human eye only sees in 5K. So having an 8K TV does, no use. <laughs> it seems like a slight needless extravagance. Um, yeah. But yes, when you see some 8K content, it is remarkable. I, th- I think the way it's all moving is more towards just the connected home. Mm-hmm. So particularly if I use Sony TVs as an example, because they run Android. If you've got a smartphone, chances are it's either Apple running iOS or mm-hmm. it's an Android phone. And my TV, I can sync my calendar with my phone so I can actually say to the TV, if I'm watching telly and an advert comes on and it reminds me something i can press the button and say remind me at 9am tomorrow to do xyz and then at 9am my phone will ping with that reminder i can also in turn turn the tv on using my sonos i can control my lighting at home using my tv um it's just making everyone lazier and lazier essentially because you don't need to lift a finger anymore it's all voice controlled it takes over your life and do you find that that because you you talk even internet to some people and they they glaze over you know um, and um, uh, so for people who you know who are just on a different planet with all this sort of stuff, um, do you find that they they really rely on you to to help them make a choice really because they're not really necessarily equipped themselves in order to to make the right purchase which is not just for today but but also to some degree future proof you know because technology changes like the wind doesn't it it does and i think tvs are probably the best example because it's the technology within them is becoming more pervasive but at the same time it's something that you're probably going to stick with for quite a long period and as Mm. it hasn't changed um if we have someone come in and they clearly are not tech savvy and I mean, they don't have Wi-Fi at home. We're not going to be trying to sell them an no, all single point. dancing. Wouldn't it if they, yeah. Well, it's a waste of their money, yeah. our time. It's not fair on them. So we'll always try and work what's best for the customer. Mm-hmm. And that is different. And that's why we've got over 50 TVs on display because <laughs> there is a lot of choice and what's good for you isn't good for someone else. So this weekend, obviously, you're talking about the sound bars. Mm. Uh, uh, £200 off? £200 off. So What about the TVs themselves? Is there anything happening on that front? TVs, we are looking at half-price installation as well. So on all our OLEDs, we know that we are the cheapest in the market or certainly level with the cheapest in the market. So you're already getting a good deal. And what deal. sort of price do you have to go to for the, the top, the, the, you know, the, the, the really good OLED TVs? Really good OLEDs. Um, so you're looking at 55-inch or 65-inch. 65-inch, um, you're looking at about £2,000 up. Um, but for the top end, it's going to be nearer three. 55-inch ones um, from 1300 and at the moment, there's a Sony, a Panasonic, and an LG, all at that price point. And, and uh, what are the smallest ones that you can get with the OLED technology? Do, do they have to be massive? They have to be 55 inches or above mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, launching this year is a 48-inch OLED TV. Um, I've seen Sonys. I haven't seen LGs, and I don't believe Panasonic are doing one. So it's going to be between mm-hmm. LG and Sony. However... Um, there was a notification that there are issues with the production at the moment um, within OLED. There are, as far as I'm aware, two factories that are making OLED display panels. One is an LG factory um, in South Korea, and they've got production issues because they're opening a new factory and it's taking longer than they expected. And there is another company making OLED panels 
on a slightly cheaper basis, but it's in Wuhan. So, oh. yeah. The, <laughs> well, there might be a little hold up there then. I think if you're hoping for one of these sort of more entry-level ones, you might be waiting quite a while this year because of that. Um, we are seeing a knock-on with the coronavirus. It's, it does permeate all parts of life because a lot of components in washing machines, TVs, everything come out of China. Yeah. And at the moment, it's holding everything up. But um, we've still got a load of good stock, so you don't need to worry about it. To listen again, download and to share this podcast, visit bizhere.com. A massive thank you to Ed Griffiths for sharing his story about getting involved with the family business. The family business being Purewell Electrical, uh, an independent electrical retailer based in Christchurch in Dorset. If you want more brilliant interviews from people who have seen it and done it all uh, in the world of business and beyond, you can visit bizhere.com or subscribe to the podcast on the Stitcher podcast app or via Apple Music.